Hello and welcome to this edition of Cronkite News To Go. I'm Griffin Fabitz. Here are your top stories from around Arizona, brought to you by Cronkite News. The National Park Service abruptly closed Grand Canyon National Park this week after health officials had expressed extreme concern about the potential spread of COVID-19. The park had been open with reduced services and no entry fee for two weeks, but the increases in cases were cited by Coconino County Chief Health Officer Thomas Pristo, who said the county had already recorded 82 COVID-19 cases and four deaths from the disease. In a letter to park officials, Pristo said the disease's growth over the next month is projected to be staggering. He said keeping the park open put employees, area residents, and tourists at risk. DACA recipients across the nation were filled with stress and anxiety when they heard that offices for the U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services were shutting their doors due to COVID-19. Cronkite News reporter Frankie McLister explains how those recipients can still apply for renewal. This is not only huge news for DACA community, but also for mixed-status families. That's Reina Montoya, the founder of Aliento, which is an organization that advocates for DACA recipients. She's talking about the decision by U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services to allow DACA recipients, green card holders, and others to renew applications using previously submitted biometrics. They don't have to go to the physical USCIS location to do the fingerprints. They would USCIS will be able to use um, the prior biometrics that they had for their prior application. Normally, USCIS uses biometrics to verify identity, produce secure documents, and conduct security background checks. Before the COVID-19 outbreak, DACA recipients, they had to go in person to get fingerprinted and a new photo taken. Cronkite News reached out to USCIS, and in a statement, they said that the agency will continue to process immigration requests as fast as possible. In Phoenix, Frankie McLister, Cronkite News. As of now, USCIS has announced they will be closed until May 3rd, but will continue to monitor the situation. The Environmental Protection Agency is defending its plans to waive some environmental compliance requirements in the face of the coronavirus, insisting the temporary policy is, quote, not a license to pollute. But environmentalists were not convinced, repeating charges that the, quote, pretty outrageous policy announced last week creates a catch-me-if-you-can situation for polluters. Under the temporary policy, EPA said it won't penalize industries that fail to meet pollution, monitoring and reporting requirements if the businesses can show the noncompliance was due to coronavirus-related staffing shortages. The EPA has lashed out at critics, saying in a press release that the policy had been misrepresented by, quote, reckless propaganda. Census officials are working to get an accurate count of Arizona's population, an important metric to determine the state's share of federal funding. But the COVID-19 pandemic has created roadblocks to get an accurate count, forcing officials to resort to other techniques. Reporter Dylan McKim has the story. As of April 1st, Arizona's self-response rate is at 38.8%. That's a number Debbie Johnson, the chair of the Arizona Complete Count Committee, was happy to see. I am happy with that number. I think it's a strong number. I think especially with everything going on in our world right now. Johnson says just a 1% undercount could result in a loss of $62 million each year for the next 10 years. To ensure everyone is counted, officials will send out enumerators to knock on doors of homes that have not self-responded. But the coronavirus pandemic has put a delay on these efforts, making officials rely on technology like social media and texting. We're not stopping. We're going to communicate the message 
We're going to share with people what the impact is. There are concerns on how to reach people without reliable internet access, such as rural communities and tribal nations. As of April 1st, only the Salt River and Yavapai Indian communities have a self-response rate over 3%. Dylan McKim, Cronkite News. Everyone here at cn to go thanks you for listening to this edition of the show. We had help today from Cronkite News reporters Jessica Myers, Frankie McClister, Dylan McKim, and Jonah Harkle. You can learn more about the stories you heard in today's update by going to cronkitenews.azpbs.org. You can also listen to all of our past briefings by checking out our page on SoundCloud. That's all for today's Cronkite News to go I'm Griffin Fabitz. We'll see you next week with more stories from Cronkite News.